you've scored the film adaptation of the James Baldwin novel If Beale Street Could Talk, which has this, this kind of communal bond between people in an oppressed minority. How do you, as a composer, get yourself in just the right headspace to score the, the unrest, the division, but ultimately the, the love as well? And and the movie really is about love. Uh, I think that's something you know. You find a way in for yourself of uh, emotionally what what is this world? What is it going to sound like? And um, the strings uh, to to Barry and to me, the strings I think do symbolize love. In if Beale Street could talk, however, um, the brass. You know, it's 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 something that you learn on every project. It's just the ways in which these things feel like to me. The brass represents both extreme joy and 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 deep pain. Uh, there's something very, really truly powerful about the highs and lows that the brass can represent. And the strings are this sort of world that brings things together. Um, and, and to us, I think, felt like love. So it's a journey of following your feelings. So there, and there's no, it's not an intellectual mm-hmm. process, I guess I would say. It's, um, it's not something where you say, oh, here's the, you know, this is the story, so I'm going to do ABC, mm. you know. It's really you start imagining what you might do, and then you try it out. You put a piece of music up against the picture, and you say, what does that do? And then you learn from that. And, you know, I say, Barry, what are you feeling here? And there are times where my instinct of what the right sound might be or the right piece might be for something is very different from Barry's. Mm. And it's amazing how how many different ways you know, you can go. Um, so Barry and I will talk a lot about what we want, how we want something to feel and, 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 and what we want an audience to feel. And then we try to figure out how to create that feeling. This at the end here, Nicholas, feels probably like it's my essay question. I'll try and condense it. It's, <laughs> it's said, isn't it, a lot that, that um, the score of, of a film shouldn't overpower the scene or the action and, and detract from it. Here's where I think there's a bit of a paradox, because melodies like the great love refrain in Braveheart... George Fenton's wonderful theme in Shadowlands and the, the approach of Darth Vader. Those are all highly memorable pieces, at least as well known as what's up on screen there. Surely you want people to notice your work, to hum it and to sing it? It's Again, these are really great questions. I, I think that the goal of a piece of music in a movie is what what is the best piece for the movie what makes the movie the best and that's in you know a lot of that obviously in the eye of the beholder but for me it's what what piece of music does the director feel is the ideal for the feeling that the director is hoping for from from his or her movie and i think that whatever is the best expression of that that's it so for example it might very well be that a piece has a a very featured melody that's very clear, you know, that says something that's almost symbolic. It's almost like a leitmotif, perhaps, you know, um, of a character or an idea. Um, and then there are times where the music is, is, is atmospheric. It's hidden. Mm. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just it almost, almost, don't, you know, it's, it's like a whisper who even knows. Um, and it depends on, on the film, you know, um, I think, uh, it, it, it's all about the movie. And I mean, maybe it's inherent in the name, but, you know, film music is, is music for film. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it's really, the goal is always what is best for the movie. And, um, you know, obviously I'm, I, I, there are certain movies I love where the score is something very featured. But personally, I think some of the best moments 
in some of the movies that I've had, the, the, the mo most powerful moments to me are some of the places where maybe we decided to not even have music, you know, and mm. it's the interaction of the music with the silence that might be most powerful. There's a couple places in Moonlight where, you know, we, we had thought of putting music and then late in the stage of making the movie, we decided to not have music. And for me, some of those are some of the most powerful moments where it's just characters sitting with each other and maybe looking at each other and not not saying anything and then you have music come in and it says so much because there was silence so it really depends on the movie it makes perfect sense nicholas it's been absolutely fascinating to talk to you thanks ever so much for your time thank you thank you for having me